What's up everybody, Michael Ninja's back at it again. You know how I like to do it. Press record and speak what's on my mind. How y'all doing today, people? I hope you're blessed. I hope you're being a blessing to someone in need. How you doing today, people? And on this episode, I'm going to bring you excerpts from Dolo, the flight boss. And you can easily hop on over to YouTube and check out his channel Dolo D-O-E-L-O-W The Flight Boss and if you're into astrology if you're into numerology and you want to actually hear what he has to say he is a very interesting character again you didn't come here for normal shit tell me you didn't come here for normal shit that you can just put on your motherfucking news and watch So go ahead and sit back and check this out. Remember, if you can't open your eyes, open your mind, open your thoughts, question everything, you're definitely on the wrong channel. Check it out. Sit back. Flight boss, bitch. You know, for sure. You're not listening to the mind of an Antares Moon. I'm the Royal Archangel Uriel, and I'm here to carry out God duties and motherfucker responsibilities. And right now, we're getting ready to destroy some more weak ass knowledge, some more weak ass science. Now, here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to intuitively know ourselves. So we just can't be taking no extra knowledge off Google and shit like that based upon you respecting these people that you're receiving this knowledge from based upon them being philosophers or having PhDs or whatever like that. Look, you got to come to grips with yourself to see how you're actually deriving these energies and how these influences is actually affecting you. So... This video is based on the weak-ass science of the pineal gland, a.k.a. all this importance that's being put on a pineal gland is just another version of a religious aspect, a.k.a. people try to use something that Masons or the shadow government, which is the Masons, teach y'all, and then since y'all don't know yourselves, y'all piggyback under their pyramid knowledge, and you think you know something by adding on to something that they have already taught you. Same way religion. Jesus never was meant to be taught the way y'all think about it, but yet y'all want to utilize it the way y'all see it. In the same way with the pineal gland. It was never meant to be talked about as it secreting influences and melanin and stuff like that, but since people want to cling on to race and all this kind of shit, then here's another thing that the shadow government taught y'all that y'all can pull and then try to make y'all feel good and say, oh yeah, so now look, we're the, we are got the most, we got the most uh, pineal energy because we got the most melanin and all, all this weak ass shit. And then you even got esoteric science about this shit, about as if the as if the motherfucker pineal gland is responsible for your polar polar shifts of hemispheres as far as the right and left brain. So people get lost into neurology and what Masons is trying to teach y'all, utilizing the shadow government and their puppets, aka the people that's going to college to learn these things, to get indoctrinated and learn their religion and their astrophysics and their neurologies and things of that nature. So you guys take their base of knowledge and try to piggyback off of it as if you actually are smart, not knowing that the things that you're talking about is not even being derived from them actual places for an example when you start let's talk about it from an esoteric aspect as if the pineal gland is affecting they call it a third eye i call it the first eye and i don't even like to call it an eye it's just another fucking part of the fucking brain and when you start to pay attention to too much shit 
Then for the most part Your awareness Is a little chaotic Now it might affect That kind of concept When we get into This esoteric energy That it It, it, um, it controls the the, th- uh, the right and left Hemisphere of things And you need to bring Things together And, and this with secretes Any confluence from this uh, That's lostness Now what you need to know When we start to talk about Right or left hemisphere From an esoteric aspect It has nothing to do With your physical forms As far as br- uh, Your actual brain And once we start to talk about Right and left hemisphere Hemisphere, it has it has nothing to do with you standing upright. So if you was laying down, your actual sexual organs and your heart will be to the right, and then your brain organ will be to the left. So for the most part, when we start to talk about hemispheres and where you're deriving thoughts and feelings from, feelings is more derived from, let's say, the right hemisphere. And when we start to talk about right and left, I'm about to get y'all out of that shit. But like I said, the left brain is more tied to externalizing um, logic, you know what I'm saying, and interpreting what we derive from the right brain. So you need to keep this in mind. When you are in deep meditation or if you have any type of spiritual sense, you know this don't even have anything to do with your brain because I know when I'm in my desires, that's the right brain. My passions, my feelings, and my sexual orientations. So I know if, I, if you really understand the chakras You know as a spirit You're not traveling anywhere within your brain You're just based upon As a spirit You're traveling in your lower chakras You see what I'm saying? And your lower chakras Is more correlated to your right Which I want to call right hemisphere But you do, you derive the will Or a feeling From your from down here Your lower chakras And a lot of times That don't even take the ability to think Sometimes if you're so lost into that area It gives you the inability to think properly It gives you the inability to think sufficiently It gives you the inability to use logic So when you're down here A lot of times it deals with your passion The things that you love The things that you care about and when you're lost too far into these things, it gives you the inability to think logically about circumstances. So for the most part, that don't have anything to do with your left or right hemisphere. You see what I'm saying? This is talking about an energy of you're just deriving from two polar shifts or two spectrums from how we created existence. And then we create the organs that can kind of receive it and interpret it in some way, shape or form. And the, that third eye, first eye pineal gland ain't one of them. Because I told you, when I'm derived in my feelings and my will, I'm deriving things from these brains. So what, do one of these got a pineal gland or something like that? Because a lot of times, everything turn red if I'm truly angry or if I'm in truly bliss or something like that. I'm not thinking about any child or tribulation or trying to logically. I'm trying to involve myself within the, just endure the experience. So for the most part, I am not even thinking or even utilizing my brain. So how the fuck is motherfucking the pineal gland is responsible for that? Now, once you start to logically think about things, then you get up here. And that's all the things that's dealing with the brain. Not just the pineal gland, just the brain itself. This is how we externalize. So this is why the things, the, your brains, your organs down here could be up underwater. And then your organs and things that's above can't be up underwater. Because this is where you take the things that you come from. You get born through your lower chakras, through lower animalistic natures, and die, a.k.a. separate, have a different thought. Separate seven through your higher chakras. And some, uh, you see what I'm saying? So you come through, you manifest that. You come through your parents' lower animalistic natures, their lower chakras. And then when you die, your spirit leave that vehicle and go into your thoughts and feelings as a spaceship, as a light in the fourth, fifth, and sixth dimension. And, think, and based upon which one you have created for yourself, that's going to let you know if you're going to make another one that mimic down here or if that one going to fade away and you're going to go into a broader realm of reality. You know what I'm saying? With more awareness. That's another video. But for the most part, that don't got nothing to do with the pineal gland. You see what I'm saying? That just has something to do with if you're uh, thinking 
or you're more into your feelings. So when you're more thinking, you're more in your, which I want to call left hemisphere. When you're more in your feeling and just wanting to experience, that's when you, that's when you are in your quote unquote uh, right hemisphere But I don't even like To think about it like that Let's get up, let's get out of that Left and right brain shit I just say that Even a lot of times For my sake Even though I know What I be in my own mind In my heart I just say that Because I know By this bastardized language And by what y'all taught It's only the good way To come to y'all But for the most part When you're dealing more With your feelings Right That's just internal When, you, when you're starting To think more that's just external. So when you're in your feelings, you're more into yourself. You want what you feel, what make you feel comfortable. And what don't make you feel comfortable, it'll make you want to get into fight or flight mode. When you start to think, it's because you externalizing. You're looking at the representations in your external world. The people, places, and things. And the people, you're trying to consider how they think or feel. The places, you're trying to consider how you should correlate in that. And the things, you're trying to organize how this works for you. And that's when you externalize and that leads you into left brain, aka what y'all call left brain, but it's just externalization. So as spirits, when you're no thing, no shape and form, for the most part, I told y'all, left, forward, and up is externalizing, right, down, and back is internalizing. You know what I'm saying? And this ain't a spectrum of left, right, and up and down. This is something that is relative to the perspective of your space, relative to someone else's space. You know what I'm saying? Your space is your spirit, and you have an individual space. So that's a solo space. A solo spirit is a soul. And then you create your awareness around yourself. That's when you become aware. So now you got a halo, and that awareness become conscious energy. So... Yeah, I got to delete the last videos. But yeah, like I said, you know what I'm saying? That's just when you externalizing, that's what they want to quote unquote call left brain. And when you want to internalize, that's what they want to quote unquote call right brain. But see, Mason's got y'all lost into just thinking about the brain, not understanding that oh, you have many brains. You have many different animals. You have many different organs. That's what they are. And as a spirit, you travel through the, you travel through the chakra that created that. And then once you vibe that chakra, the chakra make that flow because we create blood cells. And now that's how your blood gets flowing, how your blood start flowing. You're pumping more of it into it. And when you do that as a system, as a spirit, you jump into your sons of God, your chakras, your mentality. And then for the most part, which one that you're lost in, that one created an organ. And then that organ, how, how, how well you correlate that organ. For, the, uh, for an example, you have a bunch of people who stay in certain vibrations, so they're able to utilize those attributes better than other people. You know what I'm saying? Whether people got sexual habits, whether people got uh, this kind of habit or whatever like that, based upon what they're in most of the time. So when I be saying that, uh, forward, up, and left is uh, like externalizing and right down back is internalizing. It's not even right down left, right. It's like a round type thing. It's relative to a person's position. For an example, how you speak about this spiritually without getting lost into the third dimension, right? You could be up on somebody, aka you're in a bet, you're in a better, I want quote unquote better position than a person based upon how y'all outlook is on the world. So for the most part, you could look down on them. Now this person might be stronger than you, taller, taller than you, so you look up to them physically, but morally or principle-wise, as far as y'all virtues and what y'all do in life, right, you are still able to look down on them. So that's far as a position, right, as far as our esoteric temples, right, you are upstairs and this person is downstairs in some way, shape, or form. Now, is that to say there's a such thing as an up and right, up, down, or left, right? No, it's just to say once you look at it from a light spectrum, if you understand the language, how to speak the language of angels and demons, or to speak the language of God, then you start to understand that, oh, this is a virtue thing. This is a perspective where we exalt or lower ourselves or put ourselves in a certain position esoterically. You know what I'm saying? 
where you could become very distant from someone. You could become very close to someone. You could you could perceive to look down on someone. You could perceive to look up to someone. You could perceive to keep an eye on someone. You could perceive to see someone from the side eye. Someone can perceive to stab you in the back. Now, there's not an actual physical knife going into your back, but for the most part, that's when you're not see- seeing the full spectrum of your own whole surroundings. Because with that, with your chakras, your sons of God, you're, 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 you should be able to see the full 360 around you at all times. You got four faces and you should be able to be seeing, see all around you. But since they got y'all lost into this brain, into these two eyes to represent a a pineal gland or something like that, y'all only know how to see direct. So they even got y'all like that in the mental realm. You only know how to see direct into an area where they want you to see it at. So wherever the mind goes, the body go. So all your body go to trying to learn or act out whatever they trying to mentally have y'all learn in some way, shape or form. And you don't have no other kind of way to construct your life. So, and and this is another reason why I'm making this video because we have a lot of people in the world right now who just take these people science knowledge and take it as truth based upon general consensus and based upon these people or individuals being masked as people that may look like you but made it to somewhere because they're in a magic square and they got credentials on their wall and shit like that to the point that you would take these people information and think that you will look crazy if you start to say something out of the way or out of the box now here's the thing you have to have wisdom knowledge without with, with just knowledge and intelligence is nothing without wisdom so what I'm saying is, yeah, it's good to receive knowledge and intelligence. You see what I'm saying? Because therefore, everyone has a form of knowledge and intelligence. But without wisdom, you won't be able to interpret it. You won't be able to experience and see it for yourself. Same way what I just did. I'm doing it for an example for y'all. Yeah, it's, it's knowledge and intelligence to know about the pineal gland. And it's knowledge and intelligence to do research and see all the information of the conclusions that everybody is coming to. But it's also wisdom to experience it for yourself and see if that's actually right for you you or or these people is actually missing something so that's when you mix wisdom and knowledge um wisdom and knowledge other than just being an individual saying oh fuck knowledge and fuck intelligence we just supposed to have wisdom and therefore that's and that's you being a fool because you don't know nothing so you ain't gonna have nothing to have any wisdom on aka this is a person that becomes a fool or prejudge too much because they're trying to explain an experience that they didn't even have yet so how you gonna tell somebody what they thought or feel or how an experience gonna play out and you didn't you didn't even experience yet just because you thought you went on google or watched a thousand videos of people who went through that experience before you but until you experience it that's when you're going to actually have the actual wisdom to see the rights and wrongs to see what's justified or was justified or not to see if that person was wrong or not that was in that situation previously before you if you that kind of individual that sit back and want to prejudge everything uh ahead of time you know what I'm saying? So keep all these extra things in your mind uh, before you go out uh, just talking uh, word vomit out of your mouth also. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be looked at as a fool too, as a person that's too pseudo to the point that you don't even got a level of intelligence of all the information out about it in the first place for you to even be in some type of spirit that you want to combat it and want to switch the uh, how the views and, and what it really is. You know what I'm saying? That'd be you. Just, you need to go sit your, uh, sit your ass down somewhere. But like I said, once we're just talking about getting an understanding of chakras and where things are being derived from, there's little to no thing that I be utilizing that that little uh, thing in the virtual uh, the ver- the, uh, what y'all call that the the vertical whatever the fuck y'all be calling that and shit like that that little pineal gland there's little to note that the, the the amount of information that I didn't heard from that shit there's little to note I don't use that I don't use that for those things 
I, I don't use that to interpret uh, I don't use that to interpret My thoughts and feelings And things of that nature I catch my feelings from one area And I catch my thoughts from a whole other area And it ain't the left brain And the right brain part of the brain You know what I'm saying So that's wrong If everybody talking about that You know what I'm saying Next time you ask a, ask a motherfucking um, um, Anybody who got habits That you can't talk them out of You know what I'm saying That ain't got nothing to do with their right brain They not even thinking Shit that they into could be self-destructive. You ever seen a motherfucker who take a, bu- a bunch of shrooms, a bunch of motherfucking LSDs, and 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 motherfucking um 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 what they call them psychedelics and shit like that? And shit could be very uh, harsh on your fucking health and your mental brain and shit like that. But based upon the feeling that it give you and things of that nature, you think ah, I feel good. That's all you hear. You see what I'm saying? So that ain't got nothing to do with your fucking brain itself. The hell with one part of it, the left brain and the right brain. That ain't got nothing to do with your brain itself. That got something to do with your desires and other parts of your flesh that like that accommodation. Now, you might utilize your brain and your upper hemispheres to start to justify things like that and logically talk yourself into things and logically talk yourself out to things. So you will be lost into one of these desires or some shit like that and then want to utilize an upper hemisphere to logically make yourself convinced that it ain't doing no damage to you. You know what I'm saying? We see people. We see Fools like that all day in the motherfucking world. But what I'm trying to tell y'all is this: a lot of that, it, a lot of this shit that's being received don't have anything to do with your motherfucking pineal gland. If a motherfucker's to be going so goddamn hard with this energy, just show me the little Masonic symbolism trick that they do to everybody. You see what I'm saying? So keep that in mind. You know, when it comes to your pineal gland, whatever like that, that do little to nothing. Now, this is what it does do when you start to pay attention to too much shit. You don't have time to pay attention to your inner self Or you don't have time to pay attention to anything That's correlated to anything that's real Because you're you're so much paying attention to things You're putting so much light And that light is straining On what you just received So for the most part Think, of, think about it like this Say you think about You fool for thought You think about a whole bunch of bullshit And you feel a whole lot of bullshit Right? Now these thoughts and these feelings Is what you're doing anyway See what I'm saying? But say you start to accumulate a whole bunch of this shit, right? And things of that nature. Now, let's say you start to use your brain, your brain, period, right? Your brain is about to start trying to decipher all these fucking thoughts and feelings that you didn't got from all your areas and things of that nature, right? So once you start to think, you get out, you get out of your lower hemisphere. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got nothing to do with right or left. Once you just start to think, you just you get out of the lower hemispheres at all. Now you stop feeling. You want to think about these feelings. You know what I'm saying? Try not to do that too hard. You burn yourself out, or you or you'll burn out your lower chakras to the point that your willpower becomes weak, your courage becomes weak, your sexual organs become weak, or your se- sexual urges become weak. So try not to stay up there too much. But for the most part, that's when you're trying to look. Think about all these motherfucking things In some way, shape, or form Now, let's say you got a whole bunch of bullshit That you just put on your brain Now we can start talking about having a calcified first eye Or calcified third pineal gland Or whatever the fuck y'all want to call it And things of that nature, right? Because for the, for the most part, instead of you interpreting Which you should be interpreting that go in your favor You too busy interpreting everything you just received From the external world So this you being blind to what's happening to you in your life It could be somebody cheating on you It could be somebody taking advantage of you you, you could be getting uh, rocked to sleep at work You could be getting rocked to sleep with your money But you won't be able to see that based upon whatever worldview or mental construct That you have uh, blurred, clouded your uh, your pineal gland with So when you go outside and look at the, uh, the, um, 
these lights and these orbs and things of that nature, right? You have to squint your eyes, right? Now, your greater lights is your thoughts and your feelings. So when you add too much of your thoughts and feelings and they are a whole bunch of bullshit, it squints that eye and you're not able to focus and pay attention on what's actually real. So that's the pineal gland. Once we start to talk about your, uh, the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere and the left hemisphere represents logic and rationality and the right hemisphere of the brain represents uh, uh, creativity and emotion, that shit ain't got nothing to do with your monkey ass brain. See what I'm saying? So keep that in motherfucking mind. Also, that got a whole bunch of things to do with a whole, all your other parts. You see what I'm saying? That that's small to nothing. That's just an add-on where you can start to logically think how to do something better. Carve carve out that shapeless and formless. Make a shape and form and carve it out so it can be more structured and 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 more perfected into however you want that image to be. Carve it out that image. That's all the left brain. That's all and quote unquote left brain. You might as well chalk that up and say it's your whole brain. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I want y'all to do. Look, look at this like this your body. Hold on, look. Look at this like, oh shit, look at this like this your body, right? Now here's the thing, right? Turn this to the, oh shit, turn this to the side, right? This will be your left hemisphere, and this will be your right hemisphere. See what I'm saying? I got, I got, uh, motherfuckers, uh, tobacco on this motherfucker, I ain't, I ain't feel like going to the trash, so let me scoop this in this motherfucking back. I had to dump the guts of this, I, I ain't feel like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't feel like, no disrespect for my religious people out there. <laughs> I had, to, I had to dump the guts in somewhere, though. I didn't feel like getting up and going to the trash at that particular second, though. But I got to make this example. Got to make this example. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Now, see, you was born like this. Lay your monkey ass down. So you might as well say this would be the left hemisphere then. And this would be the right hemisphere. You know what I'm saying? Then your sexual organs. And then your left hemisphere would be your whole fucking brain. Not your brain left side and just your right. And then your brain right side. That don't make no sense. What about these? What about these brains? And then when, you, when, when your logic and... Thinking about shit, your whole brain, and then when your desires and feeling shit, your whole right, right brains, your internal brains that's in water, and your external brains that can't be up underwater and shit like that. When you bring these things together, your feelings and your desires and your thinking and your logic, it creates your heart. And your heart, that's why the heart was the first organ that you made when you was in the womb. So for the most part, here's the thing. Once you, uh, the, your heart is the care, the care for your thoughts and feelings. You know what I'm saying? And have, have equilibrium. Have a, have a shared balance and potential level between the, the care for other people's thoughts and feelings because you know that they may have similar thoughts and feelings. AKA, y'all don't have the same thoughts and feelings but y'all have the same kind of hearts aka so for the most part that's you having compassion that's you having charity because you know that you're around another individual who could derive thoughts and feelings just like you so for the most part we gotta get out of this motherfucker uh uh masonic ass education that y'all motherfuckers that in these schools and churches and everything that y'all go through go to is ran by masonic names the structure of the building is just right on a don't y'all look my video i just made i just made a motherfucking video uh pillars and columns see i, t I told y'all i don't need no special effects I am the special effects But y'all don't understand How deep that go it, It's It's all about Timing and everything I'm trying to prove to y'all Convey to y'all a, 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 a message In my video uh, Pillars and, and columns I went during the sun coming down at a particular time so I, this is how you can tell who run the stargate of your city or what's the main churches and not your reeking deep martin luther churches the churches and the temples that actually mean something they're going to have all the structure they're built based upon facing the east so for the most part you will have a shrine in front of it or a cross in front of it and when the sun get ready to set the sun set right above that cross and it pours down all the light and that's 
in in that sector and then the, the the porch or the front door of the temple or whatever like that endure all that energy so when y'all see me uh dancing uh and y'all see the, the big light i ain't had to do no special effects i use life I use I, and then by me being at the, the Masonic Temple Church thing, right? For the most part, by me knowing this, I don't have to put to the test. I already know this, but I'm showing y'all so you can put this to test in your own city. You know what I'm saying a lot of y'all stay in New York and shit like that, even in California. Y'all, all y'all got to do is walk outside, and y'all probably got one of these next door. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, boom. Once it come down, you you will see the pillar. You will see the left side pillar. Where the sun coming down And then you'll see the right side pillar Where the sun going into PM And it's getting ready to go at nighttime And they do the exact same thing Based upon the angling that they built it on You see what I'm saying? So keep that in mind Even when I was in the uh, When I was in the, the temple Right? When the sun set You see the You see the sunlight coming down Like water Because that stars are water And it's going into that temple I was in Which I was calling uh, The Solomon Temple Because it's the sun and moon A.K.A. Is letting you know And I was the North pillar in between On where all that knowledge Is pouring down into Without Without the uh, Without the gate Without that middle gate there So of the royal arch The, the, The missing middle part is gone You know what I'm saying So therefore the canopy Of the firmament Have been broken And the lights have been coming in So a lot of times That's another part of my symbolism Like I break down my altar Like a whole bunch of Uh Matter, uh, matter of fact, let me break this down for y'all before this video done. Just like on the altar real quick, right? Y'all, what y'all know about the holy wooden chair, though? Now, look, check this out, right? Now, even with the, the, the holy grail right here, right? The holy grail cup with the, with the burnt message. Now, here's the thing, right? When the sun, you see, look. Now, when the sun is getting ready to go to the PM, you make sure you put it on the east of the house. You don't put it on the west of the house. That that over there would be the west. That's where the sun is going to set. You put it on the east of the house where the, where the sun is the brightest. You see what I'm saying? See how it's not as bright over there than it is here? You see that? So, this is how you play with light. Now, for the most part, so when the sun, it's basically the sun going up to the highest degree, 12 p.m., and that whole little arch it make to get to p.m. is bringing the dead to life. So, if we in the basement... So the chair represents the spirit that's creating the altar, the table that is looking at, right? And then for the most part, um, when the light come up, right, it's raising all this information into the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? That's why y'all see the seven o'clock on the watchtower that represents Libra and shit like that. So for the most part, when y'all be seeing me look, fire. When y'all say when y'all see fire going up and water going down, that's really it's really the other way around. Fire goes forward, potential, and water go back, um, which which would be um, um, not leaving anything behind or not having resentment resentment in any way, shape, or form. So you're you're creating that little equilibrium in between, which create airs than heaven. So for the most part, when y'all be seeing me do the, the rituals and spells, right? Y'all see me light the fire, right? And y'all see the fire go up, and then y'all see me put it in the in the holy grail water, right? So that's like. If we're going to be thinking about it up and down Since we're lost in this world Following these weak spirits anyway Then for the most part That's the concept of Bringing the, the fire hovering over the water Right? The fire hovering over the water Like so that's the, the Genesis spell That's what we did last night That's what this is right here The Genesis spell 
right? For the most part, the fire hovering over the water, and that's what created the, the, the first day and things of that nature, right? So that's the, the idea was the, the fire, the spell, and then the water was what it was hovering over, the feeling and emotion, right? And then when you bring those things together, y'all seen a steam. And it also represent, right, when I when I put the fire in the water, it also represents the light coming down into this area, turning into water. You see what I'm saying? So it also represents that also when I did that. And um, for the most part, that's like bringing the etheric realm, all your thoughts and feelings up there and grounding them down here. So it's like practicing what you preach. It's like putting, putting works to faith. Not just having faith that something just gonna fall on your lap because you think about it. That's like some Calvinist type shit or something like that. No, that's having faith, but putting in the works. So whatever works that you're doing, you got faith that it's gonna come to be. And works is like using your body, left brain, and faith is like using your uh, and losing your spirit, right brain. And I just, I just use left brain and right brain for y'all to understand it right now. And when you bring those things together, you work wonders. You end up being the um, a person who could bring your heaven down here, and not bring no chaos and hell down here in some way shape or form you know what i'm saying so uh so keep that in mind so don't be closed-minded paying too much attention to what's coming from the sun and and ideas and being too consciously aware of things you know what i'm saying because um that's how you become closed-minded you know what i'm saying because at the nighttime that's when things are truly open that's when the stargate is truly open and you can also see the god the the, the true heavens and things of that nature and the door be all the doors will be open your mind will be open you see what i'm saying so, you know, on the left side, you just want to make sure that when you are locked into a thought or an imagination, don't get trapped in that vision on the light of the sun. Be light, L-I-T-E, not L-I-G-H-T. So be light as the feather. A feather represents light, L-I-T-E, not light as in the, what the Masons taught y'all again, particles and shit like that. I'm um, saying so y'all better get in y'all um, indigenous energies real quick if y'all ain't because y'all don't be having y'all own spiritual system. Y'all like to jump on other people's spiritual systems and vote and jump on slave ships and shit like that. Y'all got to get the fuck out of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, everything on the left pillar over here, you need to understand. Have a magnifying glass on the left pillar. When the sun is out, you can see details. Now make sure you got a magnifying glass though. Look at the details. Calculate. You can actually see where, the, where things is moving. Stars is moving. Ideas. That's what that means. The feelings is moving. Calculate. Look at the structure. Is it a 90 degree angle? Is it, is it against you? Or is it a working angle? You know what I'm saying? Make sure you have a working calculator. You know what I'm saying? Don't have no weak one. You know what I'm saying? That's just the king side. This would be the queen side where, they, where you know, things get nighttime-ish. You know what I'm saying? Things get where your, where your real gems at inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Where that little figure inside of you is at. You know what I'm saying? Not that that's that inside you. It ain't got nothing to do with your pineal gland. It's inside you. You might not even find no shape and form that even represent that. You need to understand that. You see what I'm saying? Understand that. On the left side, you know what I'm saying? You got your magic wants the king side, but it's the bright side. And if you do want to logically think about it, make sure you calculate and make sure you measure because the devil is in the details. The, the devil, you know what I'm saying? The devil is, is in the details. You know what I'm saying? The light. You know what I'm saying? The light. Don't get too lost into the damn light. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, just, just to understand and calculate that you in light and understand that you is in lies. Then once you get over here, you know what I'm saying? Then, then now you uh, understand that behind the scenes, there's all lies. You know what I'm saying? That's when you're only going to be in truth because truth is synonymous with lies and things of that nature. And that's where the real gem's at. You know what I'm saying? That's where the real open, open in the gate at. You're not closed. You open to all things of this realm of reality. You see what I'm saying? That's when you really kill Christ. You really kill the desire. You really kill the light. You really kill the lostness. The logic. You know what I'm saying? Of things. And be a and be a living cross. You know what I'm saying?
keep that night and this got the seven candles you know what i'm saying right in front of the flight bar so you know 90 degrees and then we start to separate and get that seven seven degrees of knowledge and things of that nature seven degrees of separation aka you as a spirit you you is inside that 90 you know what i'm saying then you started to separate yourself you know what i'm saying three on this side you know what i'm saying masculine three on that side feminine and things of that nature and then for the most part now you got seven degrees of information and to know what the fuck going on with yourself the court because you just separated yourself from yourself you as a spirit has separated yourself from all your creations and things of that nature and your creations is your passion your emotion your your thoughts your your uh your, your, hold on, your passion, your, your thoughts, your emotions, your passions, your love, your intellect, your wisdom, and your structure. See what I'm saying? So keep that in mind. Let me repeat. Your seven virtues, your passions, your thoughts, your emotions, your love, your, uh, your structure, and your wisdom. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to chalk that up to planets, I just broke that sun, uh, the sun through Saturn. If you want to break that down, your chakras, if you want to. But we got an eight chakra now, the flight chakra. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better believe that shit. Flight boss bitch, you know, for sure. Flight boss bitch, you know, for sure. You're not listening to the mind of an attached move. I'm the Archangel Uriel, and I'm here to carry out God duty some motherfucking responsibility. Now, I'm going to talk about the moon sinistry alignments, you know what I'm saying, between two individuals. Now, here's the thing. <coughs> Ooh, shit. Now, like I said on a previous video, we're going to break down the main five ingredients. The in conjunction, the 150 degree angle, you know what I'm saying? The the opposition, the, one, the 180 degree angle, you know what I'm saying? The trine, the 120 degree angle, the square, the 90 degree angle. The conjunction, when y'all make it complete. You know what I'm saying? And things of that nature. Um, am I missing one? I said the trine, the conjunction, the sextile, 60 degree, and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing, right? Now, as the moon, this is how you react and respond. This is how you feel. You know what I'm saying? This is what makes you feel comfortable. So when both of you guys got the same moon, it's conjuncted. Now, it may not necessarily be conjuncted on a degree, but it still shares the similar energies. So you guys are comfortable by the same type of things. You got The way you guys gain comfortability in your life, the way you guys obtain security in your life so you don't have too many insecurities, you do it in the same way. So a lot of times you guys can become um, negatively, because it's always a positive and negative. All the way, even, even when we talk about the opposition and the square. On the conjunction, negatively is, you can start feeling like you guys are smothering each other space. Not having freedom around each other. Because not only do you guys know what make each other comfortable, you guys know how you guys react or respond even when you guys not around each other. So you know when your partner is in a certain environment, you know how they're going to react or respond. So depending on what kind of environment it is, you're going to chalk it up how they're going to respond. And if they're in, a, in, a, in an environment that you don't want them to be in, you might start to prejudge on how they're acting in that environment even when you're not around. And then that'll start to play out in ne negative energies. To the point that y'all are too close even when y'all not that close physically as far as negatively with the moon positively you guys have an innate knowing about each other you guys just feel naturally comfortable around each other you know what i'm saying 
you guys feel, feel natural around each other. Even if you got totally different backgrounds, totally different upbringings, you guys feel natural around each other. So that's when that's how it play out positively when it comes into the moon. And you guys react to respond similar to the, the same things. So you guys feel comfortable around each other based upon not having to feel like you're being judged because you know the way you react and respond, this person got those similar traits. So you don't have to feel like uncomfortable or this person gonna judge you because you know they react in that same kind of way. You can feel at home with this person. Key word, home, the heart. Now, let's say it's a trine. Now a trine, both of you guys have the gift of understanding each other's emotions and feelings, but you guys go about each, each the emotions and feelings in totally different ways, in different ways. So this is how this could play out negatively, right? This is how this could play out negatively. Where you start to prejudge how a person feels because you kind of know what makes them feel comfortable. They kind of know what makes you feel comfortable. So you will use you will use your modality in the way of going about that. So you'll react and respond to your partner's comfortability, but in your modality kind of way. And you will think that your modality is justified based upon knowing how your partner want to react and respond to things. So if one person cardinal moon and the other person mutable moon, the way that the cardinal person may react and respond or do things for the mutable person that the mutable moon person know that they like, they might still feel like the cardinal person is is going too far about doing it. Like, yeah, I like you doing that, but you don't got to do it that far. You're going too far with doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's how, I, and then the fixed sign, it'd be different. I'm just making examples, though. With, say it's a fixed sign and a cardinal. The fixed sign, I get uncomfortable with the cardinal because the cardinal is trying to switch up too much. Not like the mutable switching up ideas, but trying to take one idea like a fix and trying to add too many different things to it and make it too new and unfamiliar. And then that didn't make the fixed side start to feel like you're becoming too bossy and I'm the boss in this space. Then it'll become a clash of interest. So you have to be careful that it don't play out negatively. Now, positively, right, both of you guys have an innate knowing how each other feel but you also have an innate knowing of when to give each other freedom. See what I'm saying? So you know that you understand the person, but you know that the parts you don't understand about the person, you understand them enough to know that that's the time you leave them alone. You understand them enough to know that that's the time you give them space and freedom. You know what I'm saying? So keep that in mind also. So that's how the try and play out. Now, let's say it's a, a, a sextile. Both of you guys create opportunities together to make, so now now opportunities can be negative or positive. Now when we talk about the moon, this is what we manifested in our lives on our own. Because what makes us feel comfortable, we manifest that. What makes us feel uncomfortable, right? It makes us, put, it puts us in fight or flight mode. So this is the moon, our manifestation, period. You know what I'm saying? It, it manifests the things that we think we believe in or not. So, for the most part, when you guys move sex, uh, sextile each other, it creates opportunities for you guys to share space with the things that you already accumulated in your own space. Now, here's the problem. Negatively, it could be this. It's an opportunity of disaster. You guys may have a connection based upon that 60 degree angle passage, but family members might not agree. You know what I'm saying? So you might can't bring this person home. You might can't be able to bring this person um, around your best friend. See, it play out slightly different with the sun. 
With the moon, it's like you can't bring them to your space. With the sun, it's like you got to go out and force that. See what I'm saying? So keep that in mind. So the moon, it could work, but it'll be a relationship that always have to play out behind closed doors. And then y'all have become frustrated with each other because one of y'all is going to not like that type of relationship anymore. And that's when that opportunity is going to go in the negative end. Now, positively, both of you guys share family, emotions, or, or, sh or share circumstances is together, right? Could benefit both of you guys. And you guys feel more comfortable because you guys' family members don't have a problem with each other. You guys' friends can share to, to share y'all relationship and, and, and it don't have to be something separate. So, you know, where your friend is your friend and your relationship is your relationship. So you always run to your relationship every time your, uh, you always run to your friendship every time your relationship fuck up. Ooh, shit. Ooh, shit. I hope that wasn't on my lips the whole goddamn video. <laughs> my mouth is tired of it. But like I said, right? So keep that in mind. Make sure that you're not in a circumstance where the opportunity turns into a disaster. But positively, both of you both of you guys shared experiences create compatibility in some way, shape, or form. Where one person experience can help another person feel comfortable with their experiences at the time being. Now let's say this is a um, in conjunction. Both of you guys emotionally misunderstand each other. So both of you guys get attracted by each other because you guys go to the extreme to try to understand one another. And that can become very frustrating at times and very positive at times. But on a high scale, on a positive end, both of you guys are gonna emotionally damage each other because y'all gonna go into your next relationship with the understanding of let me not fully participate in a relationship because I, I'm not going to fully understand this person. And you might get into a future relationship with someone you truly could understand, but you won't even open the door for that to be a possibility. Now, that's how this could play out negatively. And then you, once you involve with a person before you break up with them or divorce from them and y'all both in conjunct each other, the whole, the whole relationship is about trying to understand. And once y'all get tired of trying to understand and y'all can't come to an understanding, that's the negative end. Positive end is both of you guys misunderstand each other emotionally. So both of you guys fulfill a space that you misunderstood in your own life before y'all was together. The misunderstanding that you had in that area This person play out those characteristics And then now you got a person in your life You can learn from From all your past misunderstandings And you being in a relationship with this person The inconjunctive moon sign You being in, you being in a relationship With that inconjunctive moon sign it's, a, it's helping you go back home And be like yeah mom Yeah dad yeah brother yeah sister This is why we always had these problems I ain't understand this about myself Or I ain't understand this about you and you learning about this about yourself because you're in a relationship with an in-conjunction person, moon sign-wise, but y'all are positive spirits at the time. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I play out positively. The square. Both of you guys are having to learn from each other emotionally. So you you guys may have gotten into a relationship with each other based upon damage, past damages you guys had uh, by yourselves. So you guys may have had an upbringing where you have been emotionally scarred. So you are in search for a relationship that can fulfill or patch up with an esoteric bandage all that emotional scarring. Let me let me break this down into details. So that's how that's how square signs they learn from each other. But you get into a relationship based upon someone you want to fulfill a, a space. 
So if you are a male, and let's say you got you had a lot of mother issues, a lot of times you you will be in search for a square sign moon, a female that square your moon sign. And the female that square your moon sign, nine times out of ten, represent the energy of the, your mother in some way, shape, or form. So keep that in mind too. It represents the energy that you probably had when it comes to your mother. Now, when it comes to, um, let's say, if this is a positive relationship in some magnitude. Now, if this is a positive relationship in some magnitude, it will play out in a degree like this, right? Or let me flip it too. Let's say you're the female in this in this in this uh, in this spectrum right now. Let's say if you're the female, right? Then it'd be a situation like you might lack father issues, where you might not have a father that was strong in your life, right? So you will be in search for that. And nine times out of ten, that's when you might manifest a square moon, aka someone who's not like you, but you're only with them because they give you some sense of they can tell you what to do, and you never had that in your life. So you always have partners that they they. You did anything around them and they couldn't do nothing. So you thought they was weak men or some shit like that. You see what I'm saying? So it could play out in that scenario. So that's the negative end. But the positive end is that it could put y'all two together in a situation where you guys learn from each other and you guys fulfill an area that you guys have lacked based upon your upbringing on your own when it comes to the square. And then last but not least, getting into the, um, getting into the goddamn it, um, the opposition. Now, it's a 180 degree angle, so you guys are a complete different species emotionally when it comes to each, when it comes to each other. So, for the most part, negatively, it could play out in a scenario, in a scenario where, um, for the most part, both of you guys come together, y'all carry your emotions in totally different scenarios. One individual feel one way about the relationship. Another person feel a whole different way about the relationship in some way, shape, or form. So for the most part, it's like you guys are always jump roping, jump roping, trying to satisfy each other's emotional standpoint in some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? Trying to satisfy each other's emotional comfortability. You know what I'm saying? You might not like the other end. You might not like your partner's family member or something like that. But you're you're willing to. Close your mouth and be quiet about it, and still be around in some way, shape, or form. So it's like it's like that kind of energy where you're you're, you're able to. Uh, that's where it becomes frustrating and toxic when both people have opposite moods, but trying to stick it with the relationship. One person might not like the other person's job. One person might not like how the other person correlate their business and they and who they allowed to other people in their business and shit like that. So it clashed like that where you guys are very different how you handle the things that you guys manifest in each other like. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's the thing, right? Positively, this could play out as you guys emotionally create balance within each other like. Where one person felt emotionally lost, they felt emotionally found when they found the other individual. You know what I'm saying? So it could play out like that also. So this is the positive aspect of it, where you guys emotionally complete each other. And you guys, by default, want to make a family amongst each other. Now, this could play out positive for two individuals, but negative for everybody, for all the individuals that these people have brought within their life. A.K.A. when two opposite signs come together and it play out positively as far as the moon sign, sometimes it can be negative for their family members because you guys oh shit let me go get something to drink y'all you guys could be connected so much that you guys end up creating negative energies about your family members together to the point that you you guys are create figments of imaginations on why you guys need to be together and separate from y'all family and create some type of new shit together 
and some type of energy that y'all hate y'all family that y'all have alone. So make sure it don't play out where it's positive for y'all, but still be negative for y'all friends and the people that surround y'all. So be careful of that also. But that's the move. And, you know what I'm saying, we get into the Cindy and some other motherfucking shit. But Flight Boss, bitch, you know, for sure. He got a goddamn water, y'all. Thank you.